it's Lily. And this is Rebecca. And you're listening to Just Ghoulie Things. Ooh. One wow, day- that was yeah. so you, Yeah, I was literally thinking one day we're going to like harmonize to it. Wow, all of that theater practice the theater. really helped us from back to the 80s. Yes! Oh, Karina. Oh, Karina, I love her. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, welcome back, guys, to Just Ghoulie Things. We're your hosts, and... um. Today's actually kind of a busy day for Lily and I because mm-hmm. we're filming a few episodes all in one day mm-hmm. because by the time this gets recorded, I'll be on my way, most likely, to Miami. I'm going to be nice. in Miami this Monday to Wednesday. What are you going to Miami for? So, okay. So, my one good friend, Sam, mm-hmm. she was originally from New York. I met her at like a Poshmark event mm-hmm. and I met her with my other good friend, Sammy, and we all just clicked right away. And we blog and things like that together. So we go to a lot of events. But Sam moved to London with her boyfriend who's... Oh, shit. He's from England and he got a really good job opportunity out there. And like he, he sounds like Russell Brand. Like, I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> um, but she moved out there. She had just started getting acclimated, started reaching out to some PR firms, like really started to mm-hmm. get her roots in, in there. And then her boyfriend was like, oh, I found a better job opportunity in Miami. So she just pretty much like uprooted her life again to go to Miami and she was like kind of homesick and yeah. you know, she was like, you know, like it's beautiful out here, but like I wish I was home or like I was just in London. Yeah. You know, it's it's a huge change just moving. So yeah. within a year they've moved it was f- across from, to another country. From to, London. from Jer- like Jersey or New York or whatever. From New York to London to, to London to Miami. Miami. So there's a lot of Jesus moving Christ. and stress and then finding a job. Especially because there's two of them. It's not yeah. like it's one person on their own. Exactly. Like tra- yeah. So she was like, telling us how stressed she was and so sammy came up with the idea of let's go surprise her in miami oh cute um so sammy was talking to sam's boyfriend there's like sammy and And sam Sam, so it gets confusing but um sammy was talking to her boyfriends and i guess because then we found out the week this week that we're going is miami swim week so yeah it's like new york fashion week but in Miami for swimwear. Oh, so like well, you you guys stuff. are perfect for that. So it worked out. We wanted to go that week. We didn't know. We were wondering why tickets were kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're like, we're so down. and But we just need to make sure that she wasn't so busy to the point where she wouldn't even be able to hang out with yeah. us. We didn't want to go down there. So we ended up having to tell her. And she was just, we were happy we just got to like FaceTime her and tell yeah, her. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So she was super excited. And she was like, no, like we'll make plans. And if there's events I'm going to, like I'll get you guys on the list. Or like <sighs> we'll we'll make it work. If you so. ever have room for one more. <laughs> well, once you start getting on your blogging grind. I got to get on my blogging grind. Back into yeah. like the influencer world. Yeah. So. I also, speaking of Poshmark, I'm starting mine up. My Mercari, oh, Poshmark, yes. Depop. I have to update mine because I have so many things. I have to just binge. Just get rid of it for super yeah, cheap. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, regardless. So you're going to Miami. Yep. And, All right. Uh, and then Lily at the end of that week. So I'm coming back Wednesday. And then Lily, I where leave Wednesday. And then you leave Wednesday? I oh leave Wednesday. God. So I'm going to, or well, I leave this Wednesday. Yeah. So that's yeah. like 17 And that's when I come whatever. back yeah. from Miami. So I'm going to Camp Bisco, which is a three-day rave in the woods. I feel like also like both of these events are very us. Mm-hmm, you know, like sure. you're going to Miami to hang out <laughs> with your friends. And then like I'm like going to go just like camp in the woods like fucking just ghouly thing stickers oh yeah i have if you guys want some sticker asmr right now here we go here we go like a refreshing cold drink 
I wonder how that picks up. We'll see. We'll and see. And post. We'll check and post. Editing. Yeah. Um, but, so yeah, it's both going to be very us. I'm going to be in mm-hmm. these crazy outfits and you're going to be in like these glamorous. Anyways. You know what's so funny though is I was thinking, I was telling Mike the other day when you were over and you were, I was like, what is Cambisco? Because I've been to Izu and that was fun. But Do you want to go this year by the way? To Izu? Yeah. I Like as long as the lineup's good because okay. I'm not really too familiar with a lot of like EM yeah. people, yeah. whatever, but... Um, I'd be down if, like, I recognized a good amount. Yeah. It depends on the day, too. Yeah. But um, we can last edit, time I edit went, this out, this rambling. It's fine. <laughs> Everyone wants to know about our plans. So, um, but I never, like, I went once, and that was fun, but I never really got into yeah. it. So then I was like, what's Campisco? You showed me, like, the first vlogger video on YouTube, and it ended up being someone's video that I grew up with. Yeah, Ryan yes, yes. And I was like, wait. <laughs> I've known him for so long. Like, how did you just pull this video up? But I, I know because I have him on Facebook yeah. that he goes and he does like a lot of videography yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that for these events. So I feel like even though there's so many people that go, it's such a small world. Yeah, it is. And a lot of my um, people I'm going with are from New York, whether it's Long Island, Manhattan or whatever. I met them at a friend's birthday party, an internet friend, not like an internet friend, but my um it's crazy how social media brings people together because oh, I, sure. it was my friend wesley i actually had not seen in almost 10 years that's nuts and we were on facebook together and we tag each other and shit and mm-hmm. you know send each other bad jokes all that stuff and he had a birthday party he was like listen like if you want to come and hang out like i haven't seen you in 10 years i'm like fuck yeah and yeah. then i found out that they were all going to camp Bisco, which my brother and like my cousin and a couple of his friends went to um in 2012 I think and okay. and I wanted to go ever since then and yeah. it's finally my turn to go mm-hmm. and I am pumped I bought my body glitter I have my Ooh. neon clothes I have my Do you have, crochet like, all those like bracelets that people I need to dig them out okay I have a couple but I need to I need to I always thought those are dig so those cool. out they're so fun and then you can like trade them and everything anyways <sighs> that's yeah it's just interesting um just like it's it, and that stuff becomes a lifestyle for people too oh some people yeah some people it's that's just, they just save all their money just to go to these events because it can be expensive traveling and how are you getting yeah. there um driving You're so driving. i'm driving like, are you taking like a like a car are you taking like an rv or like how are you sleeping so, there like what's- i am actually driving the same car my brother drove Oh, that's so cute. Like seven you years ago. Yeah, like, we will. Does he have pictures from... Uh, my brother's not a big picture guy. My oh, cousin probably has some. Cool. Um, I think you could have compared your experiences yeah. through pictures. Well, it's actually a totally different place. Uh, oh, really? No, a totally different... Yeah, they. it used to be like in the sticks of Pennsylvania. Now okay. it's on uh, a it's mountain. Scranton, right? Uh, a mountain in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, so... Is it uh, Dunder Mifflin? Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> I de- I'm definitely taking... Oh my god, ain't no rave like a Scranton rave. Cause it's Scranton rave, don't stop. Wub wub wub. I love that. Okay, you better get that going. Yes. When you get okay. There. All right. My mom is gonna kill me if we don't start talking now. Okay. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> so this week, this actually was sent in by one of our listeners who we put out on Instagram. We wanted to hear what you guys wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. So one of the requests was for B E K. Or, um, in other black words, eyed. black-eyed children. Every time, I, you say the same thing. Every yeah. time I say this, I think of black-eyed peas. Yeah. Especially because I think, okay, so I either think black-eyed peas mm-hmm. 
Or when you abbreviate it, I want to say uh, BTK, which was a serial killer. Oh, yes. I could, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. So could we, whatever. Well, anyway. So the BEK. The BEK is <laughs> no joke, though. They are super, super creepy children. So to get more in depth, um, black-eyed people, sometimes called black-eyed children, or the BEK, are young Often they're seen as children between like the ages of say like six and sixteen, and the reason why they're called black-eyed people, evidently so, is that their eyes are solid black. Like you, mm-hmm. there's no differentiation between the pupil or the iris, and occasionally it's reported that they have a blue or a bluish tinted skin like mm. that of a corpse. Just I didn't very, know about the skin. Yeah, just very light, like um. It's not like they're like super blue or anything, but when if people actually get to look at them, the undertone. Is yes, there. exactly. Okay. And those who report encounters with them often feel that the children were somehow supernatural and extremely dangerous, though they couldn't explain why. It's like their gut just telling them. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And often they can be seen playing games and singing nursery songs like old man long legs or he jumped into a bramble bush so these songs must be old as fuck because i don't even know any of these nursery yeah so yeah dates them back and they're usually seen near abandoned or deserted areas or sometimes the reports talk of them appearing at someone's doorstep usually alone or in a pair either like Mm -hmm. um a girl and a boy two girls two boys that it's different stories um and they appear to be unusually confident um Especially, it's weird because of the situation they're in. There, they come across as shy children who avoid your gaze, and they look down to hide their black eyes. Yeah. But when they speak to you, they speak in a maturity beyond their age. Ooh. Like it, it's like six going on thirty-six. Yeah. And they even occasionally possess uh, the voice of an adult too when they speak. Like Ooh. when they're really trying to demand something. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of have like a deep undertone. I so, wouldn't even give them if I saw them. I wouldn't even give them a chance to say a word to me. I would be running. Nope. Don't trust children. If a dog comes to your door, let them in. If a child comes to your door, close it. That's the lesson, pretty much. For unless tonight. it's Halloween. True. True. And um, well, they, actually, no. Well, depends. <laughs> so and um, they'll uh, uh, they'll usually attempt to talk to the victim into allowing them entry into their home or use of their telephone to, or to be safe from an unspecified danger that they're encountering. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, when they're seen outside of the home, they'll immediately stop their play and stare at you um, as if like they know that you're looking at them. Mm-hmm. And if possible, they'll begin to approach you, and that's when they'll ask you for a place to stay or ask for. Uh, use of the phone inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've or they'll heard. ask for a ride home if you're in a car. That's what I've heard. I've heard a lot of, um, a couple of things in my research that I found. Like, the top three things mm-hmm. was, uh, can you take me home? Mm-hmm. Um, where are you going? Okay. Or, like, where is my mom or something? Where something is something? Their parents. Or, like, panhandling saying i don't have enough money to get home could you know like hitchhiking like not nothing good yeah not a hey have a nice day you know i'm running a fruit stand on the side of the street it's yeah it's a black-eyed kid uh, up to bad shenanigans yeah and so often um people begin to agree to these requests against their better judgment so Mm -hmm. either they ask people that 
happen to be parents and their parent instinct kind of comes over them. Like, yeah. You, you feel bad, but you feel like this is, like, their instincts are telling them don't, but then their parental instincts are like, oh, you should. Um, but then also some people think that the reason why they, that people sometimes agree to do this for the children is because um, once you look into their eyes or you or you happen to look at them, they have some sort of mind control mm. over you, which I, I think that that's definitely a plausible that's, um, totally. explanation that you have like these black eyes and there's no explanation as to why these kids have these black eyes. Yeah. So maybe it's like just a portal. Yeah. Or it's just like it kind of like a hypnosis yeah. and mechanism. I, I got an uncle with one eye. And I mean, but it's he was born pretty. With one eye? No, uh, he had a situation. Oh, okay. And <laughs> he had a situation. <laughs> he had a situation. Um, he's doing amazing now, but you know, I didn't know, and it was kind of off-putting when I saw him. So I was so looking back now, imagining like someone rolling into Thanksgiving dinner with just two eyes that are just pure black. black. That's so scary. I know sometimes when you go to the optometrist, if you, they think you have a scratch in your eye or something, they put a black dye, a black eye drop in it, mm-hmm. and then it clears out, and it'll show you where where the scratch is. Like, okay. it'll fill in, and or it'll... I think I've had that done yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. But there is no way in hell there's a ghost-ass optometrist hanging <laughs> out in a cornfield in the middle of, like... Missouri with a bunch of kids saying, like, hey, hey, let me drop this into your eyes yeah, real quick. G- yeah, let me drop this into your eyes and go try to get a ride out of that Oldsmobile. Like, dude, no. What would be the positive outlook on that? Like, what would you be getting from that? What's the opposite of me going, what could possibly no. go wrong? <laughs> so anyway, the first account of these black-eyed kids occur in 1996. Um, and the internet continues to stir with personal accounts. So once this account happened, and it happened to be a journalist that mm-hmm. had this experience, put it out there, other people became be, uh, began to come forward and say, look, like I've had something similar to this experience. Yeah. I just thought I was crazy or I didn't want to talk about it, but now that people are talking about it publicly, I feel comfortable that I can yeah. too. And the con- it's interesting to see the consistency of um, accounts being brought and yeah. the consistent pattern of accounts actually has brought inspiration to many filmmakers to create movies based off the BEK. So if you oh, look online, there they are, did. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, the black eyed children, BEK. Um, you can look up on IMDB. Also so, fe- can... featured in other movies. Isn't, is it Silent Hill? I'm thinking of where they have black eyes. You know what? Something? I watched Silent Hill when I was so young. So I honestly couldn't even tell you. I, I could, like I, I could be wrong. I don't know. About. I also, I mean, you said these started in 96, right? Mm-hmm. The year I was born. And you were born. Yes! Right? A lot of shit went down in 96. Another couple of things. Another couple of well, episodes. Well, do you notice I saw. have black eyes? Yo! Maybe I am the OG black eyed kid. I have bluish, grayish, green Completely eyes. Completely opposites here. Yeah. She has the beautiful eyes and I literally have like... She's got, she's got everything else. So... <laughs> but... I'm thinking of this, and a lot of people I saw are kind of considering this the first, one of the first creepypastas. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, a creepypasta is kind of a spooky story that goes around the internet. It's a, a, a legend, I mean, pretty much it comes from copypasta, 
which was just like a story that would go all around, but they're creepy, so they call them creepy pastas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they went around, and this is kind of one of the original sources. So we might not have had Slender Man if it wasn't for the Black Eyed Kids. That's true. That's true. That's a, did you hear about the Slender Man with the two kids that ended up trying to kill their friend because they said Slender Man was trying to do it? Oh, that happened a couple of times. Yeah, there was like this. There's like a HBO documentary on it. Oh, I just thought of a good meme. I'm just, all right, I'm going to go get my phone. You keep you reading your thing about this. Okay. So while Lily's coming up um, with her memes in her head, um, I'm going to start off with the first story, um, one of the first accounts of the BEK. So it begins, in the snowy town within the middle of nowhere, Vermont, an elderly couple is awoken to the sound of three loud knocks on their door. Mm-mm, number three, never good. Never good with three. Never. They get up and open the door and are greeted by two children, a boy and girl. Our parents will be here soon. May we come in? The children didn't make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while let the boy and girl inside. The kids were seated at the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa and the husband Mm -hmm. asked them questions that went unanswered. The wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry at the children while she hid under the couch. Which, apparently, this was weird for the cat to do because it was a very friendly cat. Okay. I just wanted to add that in there. Not like your cat. Not like Boots over there. Like my cat, Pepper. My cat, Pepper, is super Pepper. friendly. Okay. Uh, may we use the restroom? The wife looked at the kids, and she finally saw them. The children's eyes were black as a starless universe. Ooh. She directed them to the bathroom and returned to her husband, who was covering his face with his hand. Did you see their eyes? The husband then removed his hand, and she saw he had a nosebleed. At this time, the power goes out, and the house is as dark as the kid's eyes. The wife then headed to the restroom, but was then intercepted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall. Our parents are here. The kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife then noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway. The men were very tall and slender, The wife waved, but didn't receive the same friendly gesture. The two men and children then drove away together in one car. The power then came back on a little later after the kids left. Throughout the next week, weird things happened in the house. Three of, like example, three of four of the cats went missing. And then that fourth one that remained was found dead in the pool of its own blood. I hate hearing that. And was that the nice one? That That was the nice one, I'm assuming. And the husband continued to have nosebleeds and then eventually went to the doctor to then find out he was diagnosed with a very aggressive skin cancer. <gasps> Come to find out this aggressive skin cancer was linked to, they, they, the doctor said that it's usually caused by using sun, uh, sun beds too much. And this guy had never been in a tanning oh. bed before. So it was exposure to some radiation or some UV. Oh, so it's like, shit. Radiating out of the, the eyeball. The kids, yeah. And then eventually... Um, the wife, come to find out, um, gets super sick as well with the same thing, like a while later. So that's an account of someone that saw the black eyes from the black eyed kids and their uh, consequences of letting them in their house. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, that's cr- that's insane. Can you imagine, like? an airbnb <laughs> then they roll in they're like 
like these little kids and you're like, are you old enough to come in? And they're like, we are plenty old enough. Show us your room. And they've just got these black ass eyes. Like, well, I mean, they paid the full deposit, so can't really say no. I mean, yeah, money is money. But then I don't know. I don't know why my brain goes these places. (laughs) Anyways, that's that's a that was one of the first big stories. Yeah, that's a good one to start with. Yeah. And I just found it so interesting, too, that the the nosebleeds and then being diagnosed with this skin cancer that really, the way it's caused, there was no reason why he would have gotten this. And so close after that, Mm -hmm. after such an odd thing. Yeah. And this this particular one also feels rather believable because it was one of the first. Mm -hmm. And it was... You know, when usually when people start a trend of stories, they're like ridiculous. Yeah. And this is this is just paranormal enough that it, it's believable. I definitely, I definitely think that it's um, it's believable. Or do you think is it possible that the kids were coming as a warning? A warning for what though? The cancer, the mm. all that stuff, kind of saying could be. be. It's Although that's not really the way to go about it. I just about want to know who it. those two men were, though, also. True. Who were those two men? And, and did they, they say if they car. had black eyes? No, they just said it's just, because like, I guess it was dark out. It was just two tall just men two, okay. that were just dressed. So that was, Wow. Yeah. So you just wonder, I mean, is this like um, maybe like a government government project? Some underground organization thing that they have these con- kids that can control people's minds yeah. and Nice. You never know. Maybe they're missing kids that were then just abducted and used now for mind control. Oh! That would blow my mind. Yeah. Little Bobby Fisher, the uh, chess genius, and then he just, like, disappeared. The government was like, we could use him. <laughs> Those freckles can influence anybody. He had freckles? I don't know. Oh, wait, was that a real person? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just I just hear that name and it just reminds no, me of Bobby the cute Fisher, little kid that had freckles. Bobby Fisher was like this chess prodigy um, who was really good and then he just kind of like dropped off the face of the... I mean, I'm sure that like with social media now we know what he's up to, but like he just kind of disappeared and no one knew what happened to him. Huh. Now now after the recording, I have to look up this kid. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know the internet whole... Internet stuff. I mean, I, my, my guess is that his parents were like, that's enough fame for one kid and they like How just picked he? up and moved. He was a child. How long ago was this? Oh, God, 90s maybe? Oh, okay. 2000s? He's moved on. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to our next story, Lil. My turn! All right, this one is from a uh, Reddit user named Jerub. Jerub. <laughs> yeah, so this says, I was out in the town center in a place called Blackpool in the UK. Now, this is a seaside town, and on this particular day, it was quite busy. I was watching some street entertainers along with a small group of other day trippers. They were around, say, 25 people all stood, uh, all stood in a circle around the entertainer. I was looking at the faces of the other folks, watching the smiles and laughter. Suddenly, I was drawn to a feeling that I was being scrutinized intensely. Upon realizing who was staring, I freaked out. There were three seemingly young kids staring intently. Looking at their faces, they were all staring back at me. I got this awful feeling of impending doom. Something really evil was going to happen. That type of feeling. This feeling, I presume, doesn't happen very often to most, if ever. Mm -hmm. Their eyes were 
their eyes were all black, like out of some kind of horror movie. I had to bail. (laughs) There was no way I could stand there anymore. I said to my friend who was watching The Entertainer that I was off. I chatted to him as I really thought he must have felt the same way. He must have felt and seen what I had, yet he had not seen them or at least claimed he never did. I have no reason to doubt him. Now, during my life, I have had lots of supernatural events or at least what I class as supernatural. These kids... These kids, though, really freaked me out so much, so I'm writing this five years on. To this day, that feeling that somehow is connected to those kids haunt me. When I read about the odd story about this phenomena, it sort of puts me in a better place, as I know for sure that this was not an induced psychotic episode. Mm. Seriously, this is real. I had no idea as to where these entities originate nor what they want. To be frank, if I ever did speak to folks about this, I reckon the majority will call BS. Nonetheless, I can assure you these are real. Furthermore, I reckon, I love the use of the word reckon, that anyone who does catch a stare of these entities will likely get onto this ambience that they can direct toward a person. That's insane. Because you know what? But his encounter this is where the internet becomes a good thing because this experience that this person had for so long they read about it and they're like all right like i'm not crazy like this yeah this actually is real people yeah so okay my next story is called midnight caller i'm listening Mm -hmm. it starts oh god it almost felt like a dream I woke up to my dog, Lucy, barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our 22-month-old daughter, staring at our door like an unknown stranger was out there rummaging around. I thought she was just freaking out over a house noise. Mm -hmm. We'd only had her for three months, and she was still a puppy. It could have been anything. Our roommate, a creak in the house settling, the awnings moving outside in the breeze. I wasn't too concerned initially. Mm -hmm. I decided the best bet would be to open the door and show her nothing was there. Sounds a bit silly, but it's what we do with our daughter when she gets scared, and I figured it would work with a puppy, too. Understandable. Yeah. I opened the door, and she raced to the front door. She stood there snarling. It was an angry, violent growl, one I had never, ever heard her make before. I looked groggily at her and opened the baby gate, blocking the doorway, planning to open the door and show her that everything was okay. The second my hand reached the deadbolt, Lucy went wild. She started barking and jumped toward me, and when I touched the metal, she suddenly changed her temper. She whimpered, almost like she was afraid and backing down. Poor pepperoni. As her mannerism changed, so did mine. I wasn't calm anymore. My heart was racing and sinking at the same time. I had been flooded with a mixture of fear and dread. I looked through the peephole. I can't explain why I looked, but I did. Mm. Outside were two kids. One was just a smidgen shorter than me, but didn't look much younger. I'm 21, and she looked to be 16 or 17. She was slender and pale. Her hair was a light shade of honey blonde, and she wore it long, about mid-back, with long, thin, blunt bangs in the front that covered most of her eyes. She wore jeans, a light wash that's popular right now, a thin-looking olive-colored pullover-style hoodie, and she held the hand of a small girl who looked to be around three or four in the same style jeans and button-down ivory cardigan. Okay. The smaller one looked at the floor shyly, but had the same shade of hair tied back in a ponytail. 
She held a a stuffed toy under her free arm, and it was identical to one my daughter has, as was their style of dress. Had it not been for the feeling of overwhelming dread and fear, I probably would have asked these children in and given them some tea or hot chocolate to get them out of the bitter cold. All right, so there's that instinct. That, that, like, maternal mm -hmm, instinct, but as well as that gut instinct feeling like, oh, hell no. Uh Fuck this shit, (laughs) I'm out. Something about them seemed off. At this point, I hadn't made any noise. I had hushed the dog or grumbled, nothing. I hadn't turned on any lights. These kids had no indications that I was at the door. The older one then spoke. She had a voice that was mature, confident, strong, and scentless. She went. She held her head tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. She said, we have to use your phone. I stood frozen in fear. How did she know I was there? She raised her head to face me directly, and that's when I saw her eyes. There was a reason I couldn't see them through her bangs before. It was because they were black or a midnight blue or a dark, dark purple that they were otherworldly. She said, our mother is worried. Oh, shit. As someone who had always been interested in creepy stories, I knew what she was the second she looked at me at the, uh, through the door. I never been one to believe in these things. As a staunch atheist and skeptic, when it comes to the paranormal, I had written off many ghost stories from friends and family members eager to tell that tale. I didn't believe it. Still, I couldn't rationalize my way out of this. I was standing with nothing but a thin wooden door between me and a black-eyed kid. There was no questioning what was right in front of me. I did not answer her. Slowly and silently, I backed away from the door. Lucy still cowering at my ankles. She kept talking. Just let us in to use your phone. I Uh -uh. took another step back, and with that step, the tone changed. At first, she seemed polite, and when I took that second step back, she became commanding, almost hostile. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask again. May we come in and use your phone? Oh, no. Lucy snarled out the door and I inched backwards, though something inside me seemed to slowly pull me back toward the door. It wasn't a physical pulling so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. Yeah. I go to my room, covered up the window, locked the door, and sat there in the dim light of the nightlight. I heard her call me back to the door once more and then quiet. I didn't go back to sleep that night and I haven't slept right since. I know from reading about them that BEKs can't just come in without permission. I know they haven't hurt anyone, but I still fear I'll be the exception. When I told my husband, he said it was just a dream. He keeps telling me to forget it, but this lingering feeling of sadness, this dread when the house is silent at night, this fear of a knock at the door, this tells me otherwise. Get out of the house! And I found it interesting how she said, oh, well, you know, I know they haven't hurt anyone. And that's true. They haven't hurt anyone directly. Like, they haven't killed anyone. But other people have But there's been side effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, good thing she didn't open the door because you don't (laughs) know what would have happened. I remember one time, it was like a summer night. And you know how, like, in the summer, all the kids in your neighborhood, you go out, you play. You play, like, Foursquare, Tag. Yeah. yeah. So there were a bunch of kids. And this one little kid just, like, knocks on the door. And my dad, it's, like, 8 o'clock. We're watching TV. My dad's like, hello. And the little kid just goes, um, um. And my dad's like, oh, my gosh. Like, are you in trouble? Do you need to use the phone? What happened? He's like, can I use your bathroom? (laughs) And my dad's like, um. 
Amy and like my dad's not allowed about to like let a little kid in the house. Yeah. You know, he definitely was, not a good look for him. Yeah, exactly. And my brother was there and he's like, I'm not doing it. And I'm <laughs> and I'm like 12. So my mom's like, sweetie, like, do you need help? And he was like, oh, and then he just ran away. And then like, we're like, OK. And then 20 minutes later. He, we get another knock on the door and he's like, I'm sorry, I was playing a prank on you. I didn't know what to do. Aww. I know. I'd be like, all right, little shit, now leave me alone. I'd be like, where the fuck are your black eyes, you <laughs> demon? Interrupting. Wait, wait, I think it was So You Think You Can Dance Night. It was the elimination round and he interrupted. What a bastard. <laughs> bastard child. All right. But also, I mean, coming back to your story, also her having you know being familiar with it and knowing that they wouldn't come in without your permission mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like you know how in annabelle she needs to find a body willing to sacrifice host, yes. yeah and they need a host oh i agree yeah all right so your next story let's do it <laughs> all right <laughs> So this one says, I once had an encounter with what may have been black-eyed children. I live in a small town in West Scotland. One night, maybe five years ago, I took my dog out for a short walk. It was around 10.30 or 11 on a cold and wet November night. At the end of my street, about 100 yards from my house, there's a little patch of grass. My dog was sniffing around and I wasn't really paying attention, so I didn't see where they came from. I remember turning I remember turning and seeing two young boys in the middle of the road about 10 feet from where I was standing. I thought they were too young to be walking around at that time of night and I had never seen them before. All the kids in my area played together and I knew most of them. Both of the boys had no jackets or jumpers, wearing only a t-shirt on a freezing night in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. This Doesn't was right. Yeah, right? This was all weird, but I would have dismissed it had the larger of the two boys not started speaking. Mm. That's a nice dog, he said. His accent was definitely not Scottish. It sounded almost Scouse, which is from Liverpool, but not quite. And his speech had a weird stop-start feature that was fast and loud, which is kind of what we, in the uh, in your intro what we were saying about how they have can go to very deep, mm-hmm. articulate voices. So it seemed like that happened with this bigger kid. So his speech had this weird stop-start nature. It's fast and loud. The smaller one didn't say anything, but both were looking at me as they were walking past. To be honest, I can't say for sure if their eyes were all black because it was night, but they were very, very dark. As soon as the boy started to speak, I felt a sense of dread. I didn't or couldn't answer him as he asked more questions in rapid succession. I remember what kind of dog is that and how old is the dog? I'm not sure why, but I felt threatened. Um... Probably because you're walking alone at night and there are two young men. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Even even though they're children, but who knows? Anyways, um, I'm not sure why, but I felt threatened the same way you might feel when a fight is just about to break out. Yeah. All I could do was stand between them and my dog as they passed. They never stopped walking. The dread feeling had grown quickly into a terror 
I couldn't understand it and still don't. I was genuinely scared of those two boys. I was at least 18 at this point. My dog was with me. There was plenty of street lighting. We were surrounded by houses on all sides with mine being only 100 yards away, but I couldn't even speak to them. There was something very unnatural about the whole situation. My instincts told me not to engage with them, and I watched them walk by and up the small hill in the other direction from my street. After they were out of sight, I w- after they were out of sight, I walked quickly to the back of the house with my dog at my side. You may be wondering if I forgot to add the part where my dog started to growl at the spooky kids, but she took no notice th- no notice to them at all. For my dog, right? For my dog who was a little terrier, this is actually even stranger. And that is true because terriers, little dogs are vicious. That's true. Like if I was walking, they have big dog energy. <laughs> big dog energy, right? Like my my Pitbull Bulldog is so stocky and everything, and she's just like a sweetheart, but like the, the little yippy dogs, right? Oh, yeah. So that dog completely ignoring those, you know, supposed humans, right? Or humanoids or what the yeah. fuck ever you want to call them is definitely odd. In her old age, she has calmed down, but at that point she would growl, bark, and leap towards anything living that caught her eye, especially other dogs and kids. The whole encounter lasted maybe one or two minutes, and the whole time she just sniffed around the grass. It's like they weren't even there. Yeah. And what's crazy is that even reading this, it felt like it must have been five minutes mm-hmm. and saying one or two minutes. And when you experience these things yourself, it's like it, slow mo. Yeah. It feels it like stops. it's been five or 10 minutes, and you look, and it's only been one or two. Mm-hmm. So I definitely relate to that. Um, I don't know if this was a black-eyed children encounter or if I was just spooked by the weirdness of the situation, but I can honestly say I've never felt anything like that before. Something inside told me that what I was seeing and hearing wasn't right, that there was something very wrong with those kids. A few months after the encounter, I had largely forgotten about it. Then I saw a YouTube video about the black-eyed children, and I remembered how freaked out I had been that night. I'm not a big believer in the supernatural. I am sure there are a lot of things that we think are weird and creepy but have perfectly normal explanations. However, I will never forget this experience. I thought about it tonight and came on Reddit to see people were still talking about them, so I wanted to share my experience. And then it says, I just want to add that all this really happened. I am not claiming anything supernatural occurred, but I just want to make it clear that this wasn't a story. I really saw those boys and one spoke to me. I still live at the same address and still recognize most of the kids in the area. I have never seen either of the boys again. Wow. I think all the signs are there. Agreed. I think all the signs are there. I mean, I think just like going through a check, like a checklist, you know, yeah. the dark eyes, check. Um, Never even seeing them in your neighborhood and you know all the kids. Yeah. Just that once in a lifetime chance to see them. Check. Being night. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it being nighttime. The change in the voice. Check. Yeah. And just so many things there. Yeah. And part part also of what is kind of making this seem like it really is true. Because you know me, the first thing I do when I finish reading is look for any kind of, you know, like continuity errors or anything. But... You know, most of, I mean, we've done pretty well finding true stories. Oh, for sure. And what definitely makes me believe that this is supernatural is her not, is her being so hesitant. Yeah. 
to he believe. He doesn't want to believe it. And acting new to it. Because when she said his voice changed, it didn't say as a would if it mm-hmm. had been. You know what I yeah. mean? It was just his voice changed. Yeah. You know, it wasn't that dark eye. Uh, yeah. Not even thinking that that's a pattern. Just, oh, hey, this happened. That's and not even saying that happens a lot. Yeah. You know, she didn't seem particularly familiar. It's a good story. Yeah. So that's mine. On to you. All right. My last story is is called You Must Let Me In. Mm-hmm. On March 17th, 2008, I had my one and only experience with a black-eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything having to do with black-eyed kids. I was 12. I was sitting outside of a hairdresser in an old Chevy pickup waiting for my mom to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed, and I saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first, I thought I recognized him as one of my friends from school, so I banged on the, out, the front windshield until he looked my way. It was not anyone I knew. That's a weird thing to do anyways. <laughs> if I'm People in school, I'm trying to avoid. Like, yeah. I'm hiding in my car. I'm not trying to bang Yeah, I'd be like, hi. <laughs> the, okay. Um, the boy walked over to the side of my car and just stared at me. To, I, my... Do you hear my stomach? That's right your now? stomach. <laughs> I am so hungry. We'll right now. eat in between episodes. Oh my god, yes. Um, I think to let me get a good look at his eyes to freak me out. Let me tell you, if you've never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils black as the night sky. The boy then whispers, "You must let me in." Oh! And then I locked the car, the locked car doors, and ducked down into the space below the seats. Absolutely. Five minutes later, he was gone. And get this. When my mom got into the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had come into the hairdressers and had insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car. She refused. (gasps) Thank God she did. I mean, first of all, why would she? But second of all, Jesus. I want to know, like, if she would have been like, why do you need, like... What would have been she his, had asked ex- or a, a, his explanation as to why he needs her car? Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. I thought it was just a short but really creepy That's a short and sweet. Experience. Well, not a short and sweet one. Short and scary. Short and scary. That's it's, how we like them. Yes. Well, no. And thinking about it, the fact that it was just a quick encounter but still so significant, it's not like, ah, you spooked me. Oh, well, I'll tell that around a campfire or something. Like, being like, this shit got to go on the internet. Yeah. And the, this. This happens in 2008, so this was 11 years ago. And of course... And he remembers it so vividly. You think of the fact that the kid was travel traveling, but not traveling long distances, which seems to be a pattern, right? That they can't leave a certain vicinity, yeah. and maybe that's why they're trying to get into cars. To break that. To get... Because maybe they don't have... I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lot of things, but... That's yeah. That's wow. And especially with I mean 2008 I had a cell phone. My my mm-hmm. whole family had cell phones. My mom, yeah. you know, even if she wasn't in the hair salon would have texted me and been like, you know, if a and be like, if a kid comes to the car door, like don't answer even though like street smarts. Yeah. I wouldn't. But, you know, I definitely would have heard about that before she got back in and was like, hey, guess what happened? So, I don't know, maybe like they're from like an old town where like technology really isn't up to date that way. Or maybe or, it was so random she didn't even think, think about it. it. Yeah, like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. 
just kind of shrugged it off instead of sitting there theorizing because it's easier to do. <laughs> All right, Lil. So I see you have one more story left. I do. All right, let's hear this it. This is my favorite last fucking but definitely one. Not least. She said she was like, do you want to go last or do you want me to go last? I was like, I want to go last. So this is a pretty great story. So you know those ring doorbells, right? Yes. You ring them, it has a little camera, all that stuff. <laughs> Have you ever seen, like, the little, like, listicles or whatever of, like, people who, like, drop off a package and, like, give finger yeah, guns yeah, yeah, or, yeah. like, you know, give a thumbs up or whatever? So, this was June 1st, 2018. This article was written. But it happened mm-hmm. August 2017. This was posted. So, Reddit user named Fat and Depressed (laughs) got multiple alerts on his phone that something was triggering the motion sensor on his doorbell camera. So, when he checked the... I I just bought one of those, actually. You did? I bought the Nest, though. Yeah. So, it's getting installed. Yeah. Oh, God. I better not see anything. So, let me show you. I'm going to post this um, the second... I'm going to have Rebecca text me the second that episode is up and i'm gonna post rebecca check that out (gasps) that's what he saw no someone in a purge mask so it says he so he posts this is from an article he posts a photo of what appears to be a black eyed kid at the door the reaction from other redditors was intense and it was enough that a while later he he posted this this follow-up Said, for all the private messages and comments regarding if I'm alive, yes, I am. I have been very busy with the wide spectrums of spectrum of things in life. Visitor never returned, thankfully. Thank you, everyone who checked on a stranger's well-being. So when I found you guys, you're gonna shit your pants when you see this. this. Is so creepy. And I'm looking right now also at he has screenshots of the notifications at. Um, 1027, 1133, <gasps> 448 a.m., 1132 p.m., 1207, 1235, 1254, 1207 a.m. So I'm not sure. Um, okay. I'm not sure which ones are from that, but just look at that. It has picture. to be from the 4 a.m. though. Because yeah. I mean, who would be logically going to your. Yeah. Unless it's the same guy just constantly just checking back in, checking back in, checking back in. Well, when I. It's funny. When I found. You need to post that too, the I, screenshot. Of yeah. Oh, when I found so the actual Reddit um, post, post, there wasn't a lot to it. It was just, let me see if I can get to it. It literally was just a picture of the photo that said, hey, found this. What the hell is going on? Oh, my like, God. Like, there was nothing else really written he didn't really post anything else with it. He just kind of posted the picture. Yeah, and he said, you know, came across this picture. What the hell, guys? And, I mean, it is a, a looks like a young white guy in just a solid T-shirt with either he's got, like, whoops, either he's got, like, a 301 drag queen lash on mm. and is blinking or is, I mean, this is just, does he have black arms eyes? or is he arms? Yeah, it's looking like they could be like behind, behind his, like oh, he's, he's like he's peering that. in. Ow! Holy fuck. Like he's so peering scary. in trying to see. Yeah. I don't get freaked out usually during these episodes, but this is freaking me out. Yeah. Holy this one is, this one's going to fuck with you. Oh uh, God. Yeah. So when I post this one, um, yeah, you guys. You guys are in for a treat. Yeah. So he, um, just one more. Yes. So it says, as further evidence, he posted the screen capture of the alerts and someone or something had been making regular. So there were regular visits 
um, with never, never with a picture, I believe. And then that was the picture he got. Wow. So it says, uh, someone or something had been making regular visits to his door in the middle of the night. The question is what? So he, reflective, like he reflects back and he says, a very ugly and scary experience, but I seemed to definitely had taken it a lot lighter than the rest of the mm-hmm. internet. YouTube videos with thousands of views, etc., is not what I expected. It's so odd to see an actual occurrence in your life turn into what can potentially be a creepypasta or something of the sort. IDK, all in all, nothing else has occurred, thankfully, and everyone in my household is safe. To my best knowledge, it seemed like someone doing a prank hopefully i've been so busy with college relatable starting well i mean not for me but i've seen people do college <laughs> do college thing. i've been so busy with college starting and as you can see i don't post on reddit office often so this is what caused the long delay of a response to this sorry guys so since he didn't post much uh i don't text with the picture and didn't really do a lot after that people people thought that uh, whatever was at the door might have gotten to him. Something might have happened to him. He might have been injured. And that's why he hadn't posted. But the truth is he was just busy and yeah, posted this life. like, dude, what the hell? Didn't think it would blow up. And it did. That's, yeah. And I feel like if it were a prank, he would have tried to break it down. It's like, oh, I talked to other people and they saw this guy. Yeah. Or, you know, like, but this is. And looking at the picture. And that doesn't look like a mask doesn't look like a it mask. looks like it's actually someone just looking in but just has black it looks eyes. like kind of in the beginning of the purge yeah <gasps> oh god this is creepy yeah this is a, this is why i wanted to end with this because yes. this one is just bananas um yes all right so i guess i mean are we all done now i think that is the best way to end this episode so thank you guys so much for listening to our episode of the black eyed kids b-e-k b-e-k um you guys feel free to follow us on instagram just ghoulie things podcast our twitter jgt podcast facebook just ghoulie things podcast and also, definitely don't feel... Uh, don't feel shy about to, uh, our Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> definitely don't. I mean, you could totally donate as little as $1. And you can get cool perks, such as getting shout-outs on our page, on our episodes. You can get signed flyers from Lily and I. Our stickers, which are super awesome and are going to be on Lily's Tatas next week. <laughs> well, not mine. We'll see about someone well, else's. You need to have someone put it on their tatas. I spent, I spent too much money on my other clothes, but we'll you see. You need to have someone put our stickers stickers on their tatas you can Rocco. find someone that is probably going to be under the influence of something oh yeah to do it so yeah um that and if you ha- or someone you know has a super creepy experience that you want to share with us just email us at just goodly things podcast at gmail.com all right <laughs> all right guys thanks again and we will talk to you later goodbye, goodbye.